Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. But we want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have stories, things that have happened to you, amazing things, hilarious things, random things, whatever it may be, send your stories to the true and fictional at gmail.com. So until then, we're going to dive into some of the interesting true stories from modern history and beyond. So strap in, it's story time. Hello. And Hello and welcome. Greetings. Two stories. The true and the fictional. We're getting smoother and smoother and smoother. Very smooth. Tell me, Ryan. If, yes. there's, a, if there's a smooth criminal, is there a crunchy criminal? There's probably a crunchy criminal <laughs> that steals crunchies from the service station. Yeah, so I don't know if we're allowed to say smooth criminal because Michael Jackson might own the rights to that and we might get sued. No, but he, he, he doesn't, he owns the rights to the song, he doesn't own the rights to the the statement. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear smooth criminal, I think of Alien Ant Farm and Michael Jackson. Yeah, oh, well, they both did it. Who are we stealing it from? No one, they're, they're both dead. Really? No, I don't know. I know Michael Jackson's <laughs> dead. Yeah, I'm just but... assuming. <laughs> or at least Alien Ant Farm's career might be dead. Or oh, wah, wah, wah. oh look, well, when did that song come out? Like 2001. They had another song called Movies, which I liked. Yeah, it's, it's, it's another. Like it's another one of those movie. bands that um, they have the one hit wonder and then they're gone. They're like Bowling for Soup. I love Bowling for the Soup. What was their hit? Yeah, they had that? a couple there... of shows. They had Emily, then they had 1985. Yeah. And then I, I liked them. They had a few good songs. I still listen to, I listened to, what album was it? Um, it's the one with, the one with 1985 on it. That's that the second album. The first album had Girl or the Guy, Girl or the Bad Guys Want, yeah. Emily, and a couple of others. And the yeah. second album had yeah. 1985. Yeah. No, but I'm, I'm not thinking about the Ataris and Boys of Summer. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, like, like they had that one song that exploded, and it was a cover. Really? And yeah. Like that's all over the radio. Still all over the radio today. Wow. I, and yeah. I remember going to an Atari show, and there was a whole like generation of teeny bopper fans that only knew Boys from Summer, Boys of yeah. Summer. And he's us singing along to like San Dimas High School football yeah. rules, anyone that oh. hear all that kind of stuff. And they're just like, "When are they gonna play Boys of Summer?" Yeah, I no, I, I loved all that early stuff. Um, yeah, definitely. I had all the early albums. Even the album with Boys of Summer, I mean, I just kind of skipped Boys of Summer because I'm like, no, that was a good, that was a good album because really I remember in this diary, I love that song. Um, yeah. There was a whole bunch of good songs on that CD. Yeah, that was, was so long a story, wasn't it? Yeah, I love that album. Yeah. Um, that was a good CD. Yeah. I think they ripped off. One of our guitar riffs, though, for the first song for so long, Astoria. We didn't sue because we were nice people, but yeah, <laughs> no. But can you that's prove that you wrote it first? Well, we did. Well, that's right. See, he could always. They could yeah. always come back. Yeah. Oh, we wrote it back in. Uh, well, fucking, I, I remember way back when. I think it would have been a little bit after 
um, some 41, uh, what album was it? Um, does this look infected? Yeah, you know, uh, the hell song. Yeah, hell song. Yeah, I wanted to write a song a little bit like that, but not exactly that. And so I made this mad riff for, for one of the old songs, and then um, we've got this mad. We've been playing playing the song for about a year, and then we flick on the flick on the radio, and there's my riff. Like, all, like <laughs> at least at least the first you know four um bars of it or a couple of bars of the riff, and then I'm going. Ah, they stole us, and now everyone's going to think that we stole that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's always a way because yeah, the smaller bands, you think they we like we stole it from them. We, yeah. we didn't. No. Oh man, I'll tell you what. That's just yeah. so many, too many stories from back then. Yep, we, we could of, do we could we could do a, a reminiscing on the band days podcast. Oh, we and we could get like people. We could get uh, people from back in the day as guests. Like you'd ask Ryan Lambert to come on. I'm still friends with a lot of those people. Yeah. Yeah, you can get Ryan Lambert on to talk about party pigs and town hall yeah, cool. steps. Because they were signed to Sony. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. They were they had one release that came out on Sony. Yeah, we we play I played with Channel Steps one show. Yeah. Um, oh, many times. I got up and sang Matt and Sarah with them when yeah. Daniel was having a bad night. That was my favorite song of Town Hall Steps. And yeah. um, I used to I used to be out the front, all the little teeny bopper girls were out the front yeah. singing it, and I was out the front singing it. And then yeah. I remember Daniel was a bit cook one night, and he's like, "Can you just sing this song?" I'm like, oh, "Okay." Yeah, we 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 played a show at uh, it was like an over 18s but underage people would come in if they were a part of a family kind of oh, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. deal. So yeah. these, you know these 17 year old girls came in to watch us play, and they went up. One of them went up to um, our drummer Mitch. I was like, yeah. can you get me an, a drink, like an alcoholic drink? <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, and he's just like, yeah, no worries. And then just gets her, uh, I was like, it's just creaming soda, like in a glass. And she, she thinks it's got alcohol, but it's not. <laughs> and then she, she's oh, like, man. I, I think she was acting a little drunk, but it was like, he's like, there's no alcohol in that at all. Oh, I remember back in the day when we used to play the community centers, there was a group of girls that used to follow us around back in the, this was before I met you. This was bubble wrap yeah. days before yeah. no further question. And they're like, they were, I think we were, we were 21 and they were like 17. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, can you get us a bottle of passion pop, you know, <laughs> from the bottle And we're like, yeah. no, not really. And they go, you can keep the change from 50 bucks. <laughs> so me and Tim went down to the bottle and we knew the guy behind the bar. I said, how much a bottle of Passion Pop? He goes, normally five bucks, but I'll give it to you for 250 So we went back with a case of beer for us. <laughs> and a bottle of Passion Pop, they thought we were the, we were the best people ever. Yeah. <laughs> and that was our drinks for the night. Have you, have you ever had undies thrown at you? Um, no, I've got it on video where a girl said at, after one of our shows that she wanted to sleep with a singer of Bubble Wrap and it was on record. Oh, it's wow. filmed. I yeah. that. Uh, I, um, no, I haven't had. No. I don't think I've had undies thrown. Unless Gino threw Patookies off yeah. while he was playing a song at Throw Mount Mina. No, we we had it happen once. We I don't know where it came from, but um, we went out, all the way out to Lithgow, so other other side yep. of Blue Mountains, um, and we played this show, and it was all metal bands except for us. We were like <laughs> we we're like pop punk rock, you know, kind of stuff, yeah. and everybody was, you know yawn yawn for all the other bands because we all we ever get is metal bands um and then we play and they all loved it and then you know next thing you know there's undies on the stage 
Oh, nice. <laughs> and uh, what was his name? Um, I, <laughs> um, Stephen Thompson. No, um. Ah, Stephen Thompson. <laughs> no. I remember that. It's a funny, funny thing. Like Lithgow as well. We went up and played a battle of the bands. Yeah. And um, we it was the same. Like, all it was was metal bands, and yeah. we were. It did the, the competition didn't start till half past ten. Uh, wow. But they paid for you. They they put you up because it was a pub that had accommodation upstairs. Yeah. So they put you up for free. So we had a room. So we just went up there early and got absolutely pissed. Found out we went on at quarter past two in the morning. Oh, wow. um, but it was the best thing ever because that was the only pub that was open. Yeah. It was a packed house. And we ended up winning the thing, which was five grand. Yeah. Because they, they were sick of metal bands. So it must <laughs> be the running team. Yeah. Were, literally all of them were just like screamo, heavy metal. And then he's us coming on with my dad wanted a girl and, you know, yeah. like covering Taylor Swift's love story and stuff like yeah. that. And they were loving it. And it, we yeah. didn't finish till 3 a.m. Yeah, wow. And then we went to sleep for two hours and then got up for a continental breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, well, back in the play, days. Yeah, no, we'll definitely do an episode of yeah talk, talking about the band days. We'll get, get the old, old, you know, we're going to have the you know, whole of the guys from the, from the bands back in. And... Yeah, for sure. But um, I don't know about Tim. I don't know if he knows how to use technology. No, it's but all you right. Can, yeah, you can, we'll, find, we'll, we can find a few people. We'll send up a... um. What, those string those string phones, you know, with with a cup and a string and <laughs> uh yeah, that'd be good. I think that's a good episode for down the track. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, we're we're here to talk about Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah, we always not, get distracted. Not our failed music careers. Failed? Um, what are you talking <laughs> about failed? Three EPs and four albums. I'm happy with that. Yeah, but how many did you sell? Uh that let's not answer that question. <laughs> Does it count? Does it count copies that my parents bought? No. Okay, then it can't include it can't include anyone you know. I think we gave away more CDs than we did actually. Hey, you know what? Like the when I used to when when I used to date women, and (laughs) I used to give them a copy of my CD on the first date. I don't even even lying. (laughs) I would be like, I would go out. I remember there was this one girl that I ended up just being friends with. Um, but yeah, I went out, we met up for coffee before she had to go to work. We met up for a couple of hours, at our glory jeans at Stanhope gardens. And I took yeah. a copy of my CD. I even signed it yeah. <laughs> and I gave it to her. I was like, here you go. Have a look. And she's like, Oh, I listened to it on my lunch break. It was pretty cool. But yeah, yeah I did the same with Steph. I gave her a copy of the CD on the first, the first date. Wow. And that worked out cause we, we were married for a long time, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's, that was my go-to, man. I was I was the guy who wore my own band shirt. Um, yeah. I was that guy. I was like giving I, I was giving CDs out. Goz, I had to bring me in. He's yeah. like, dude, I can't keep giving you CDs to give out. I'm like, but everyone likes it. Yeah, I was under the impression that the more people that heard it, but then I got to remember we put a lot of money into making the album. So yeah, <sighs> back in the days. But that's another episode. Ted Lasso episode four. And uh, yes, number four called for the children for the children directed by tom marshall again he seems to be doing a lot of directing well as this again it's the first series yeah, so stick, stick with what you know. know um same yeah, writers exactly. same writers jason sudeikis yeah. bill lawrence and brendan hunt again why mess with genius yeah so um yeah so this whole episode um is about uh, annual annual charity benefits yeah, it's also where Ted uses it to stage a 
reconciliation between Roy and Jamie. Yes, correct. Like, I parent trapped your ass. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was a yeah. really good episode. It was introduced. Mm. We got introduced to um, the ex of Rebecca Rupert. Yes, such a uh, douche. Anthony Stewart Head, who used yep. to play Giles in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yep. Uh, which is probably where a lot of people... That's I think He's done a lot of independent stuff, but that's where everyone yeah. will know him from. It was in season uh, one of Gallivant too. Yes, he was too, yes. Yep. Wasn't he? He was one, someone's father, wasn't he? It was Gallivant's father. Gallivant's father, that's right, yeah. Not to be confused. He, he, he has the uncanny ability to play someone you want to punch in the face. Yeah. but yeah. It, And that's good acting. So, yeah, well, but yeah we get to meet him. Definitely the guy you want to punch in the face in this episode. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, no, look, I thought it was a great episode. Not as good as the last episode. Not as good as the last nope, trim. But still but, good. But no, but it was still a lot of development in it. And that's what Bill Lawrence loves to do. Um, I was seeing Bill. I love Lawrence it. I love it at the start where Rebecca, Rebecca's obviously highly stressed because it's the first yeah. year she's running Gala by herself. Yeah, and they're in the middle of training, and she just opens the window and yells out to Coach Beard. Yeah, and um, <laughs> Coach Beard, the, 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 you need to tick an option. It's either chicken or steak, not both. And he's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. and doesn't change his answer. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when you find out that Coach Beard is bringing a lady friend because yeah. Ted. She asked Ted who his plus one is, yeah. and um, Ted's like, oh, this double entree, double entree eating guy over here. Yeah, and um, and then Ted does a nice thing and decides to take Nate. Yeah, Nate. She's like, "Who's um, Nate?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's just standing right next to Ted, yeah. and she's like, "Who's Nate?" Yeah. He's gone. But yeah, yeah so, that was a nice thing, yeah. and it leads was, to a couple of good moments with with Nate and Ted, where yeah, you know, where Nate is he he didn't want to pay he he couldn't afford a suit, so he wore one of his dad's. So it's over. Yeah. It's hanging over massively, and then Ted Ted buys yeah. the suit, and yeah, you know, it's it's very it's a, again a lot of growth. Yeah. For, it's just a typical Ted Lasso thing to do. Yeah, really love the tension between Roy and Jamie at the start. Yeah, like in the half his half time, and he's just like you know, really getting into it. Um, yeah, yeah, and they did, yeah, they they just and he's like, call me, call me old one more time. Yeah, and Jamie's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Grandpa. Yeah, straight into it. Um, Ted's trying to break it up because Ted doesn't like to see anyone fight. Yeah. What does he say? What does he say? I only like to see. I like my locker rooms like like my mother's swimsuits (laughs) in one piece. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. So it's another subtle drop from. Bill Lawrence is a street busker at the start. You don't yep. even think about it. You walk past the street bar, busker. We'll get get to what happens later. Um, mm-hmm. But then the red the red carpet all, all yeah. the, with all the players. Yep. You know, look at me, yeah. sexy little and, um, poses. And then I, I like getting the guys, the, the Nigerian guy. He's like, oh, thank you Sam. for taking, thank you for taking, yeah, Sam, thank you for taking my photo. What are your names? Oh, you're Dave and you're yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just so nice. And then Roy just goes, no, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and also um you know going back and jamie's like he he just has to be that guy he looked like he dressed up looked really nice in a suit yeah but then he's just like i look like a banker and just ends up taking his shirt off and wears the jacket with no top on yeah and it's just like oh, man. 
What, what, but then what, I think yeah. I think also what Rebecca did for Keely there, uh, Keely did for Rebecca there, yep. was really nice. Like you could tell Rebecca wanted to make this run good and set a good example because it's for the children and everything. Yeah. And um, she, she hates posing for photos. So Keely, who's obviously an expert at that, comes in and gives her a few pointers and then, you know, runs behind the photographers and yells out, you know, oh, she's fucking hot. Yeah. You know, just to sort of... Oh, she's fierce. Pepper up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that was... I think this was the episode... Was this the episode where um, her and uh, Rebecca Bond over that photo of, <laughs> of, yeah, of uh, Rebecca boobs. from the... Yeah. <laughs> and oh, Keely yeah. forgets... My favourite line is Keely forgets to yeah. take her shoes and Rebecca's like, take your shoes. And she says, I'm sorry, my brain's just mush from your beautiful breasts. Yeah. <laughs> it may, it may be, it was either the last one or this one. I can't, I can't remember. But um, it was one of the two. But yeah, yeah. They, they, that's where they develop their. Like you can start to see their bond. Yeah. Um, which I think is good for Rebecca because yeah. it brings her. Yeah. More humanized side rather than I need to be tough. I need to be, you know, I need to be the tough woman because everyone thinks I'm going to fail. Yeah. But, um, but no, that was I love the red carpet. That was good. Yeah, yeah Roy just walked. No, <laughs> and, yeah, and coach Coach Beard and his date playing boardless yeah. chess. Yes, <laughs> Rook yeah. to seven. I think Ted said they they liked each other's moves or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you playing? Are you? And, playing? Then, and then you've got you've got the part where you know Ted says. Uh, 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 Rebecca says, "Oh, you look really nice, Ted." And then Nathan's down. He's, she's like, "Nice to meet you." Because yeah. <laughs> Nathan's like, oh, it's nice to see you again. And she goes, oh, nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, Rupert is a. Yes. I wrote down, what a tool. Um, yes. Because <laughs> you can just tell he is, he is an absolute tool. And yeah. you find out at the start that Robert, Robbie Williams was supposed to play the benefits, yes. but pulled out. Yes. And they, lead, they they hint very heavily that Rupert may have been the one to tell him to cancel. Yeah. Um, so she's so Rebecca's struggling to find a replacement. So she puts Higgins on it. Yep. And she's like, and then I think it comes back a few times and he's like, I can find Adele that's not Adele. Or, 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 are you okay? <laughs> can we someone that looks like Adele? Or, you know? <laughs> yeah, he was clearly, clearly obviously. Rupert wanted this to fail. Yeah. And because it was her first, yeah. you know, it was advertised as, as Rebecca's yeah. putting but then Dallas doing everything. I wonder if it's he wants it to fail, but or does he want to come in and look like the hero? It could be either either because, because, because day he comes in with that donation. Yeah, with like a million pounds, you know? Yeah. So it's but what's up. he just doing that to save face because it sort of worked out okay or you don't know. I, look, yeah. either, either way makes him a big douche anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the players get bid on, like so. Yep. Or uh, basically, <laughs> all all the lovely ladies can bid on a player, and they can have a nice little dinner date with them. Yeah. Um. And there's this very um raunchy grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, Three thousand pounds. <laughs> Oh, and that was when Jamie wasn't very happy with that, and he's like yeah. trying to egg Keely on. Bid for me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because because he's because he's because Roy, Roy, Roy was like, yeah, you got to you got to sleep with her if she bids higher than three thousand yeah. <laughs> pounds. Yeah. But yeah, then we find out that 
Jamie Tart brings a second date mm. as a second bidder. Yes. You know? And that and that that did Keely did not like that very much. So then she starts bidding on Roy. Yes. And then another moment where Roy's uh, Roy knows what's going on because he's he's yeah. you know he's pretty switched on. Um and then that moment right before Keely dumps Jamie and he just walks yep. up to her and he goes, Don't put me in the middle of your in the middle. PC bat. Yeah. 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 She's like, sorry. And then another moment, you know, there's something there. Another little little tidbit. Yep. Yeah. Piling them on. Um, yeah, so Jamie's a free agent now. If you um yes. late ladies would no. Nah. <laughs> Lucky he bought that second date because you know he's not going home empty handed. No, well, apparently something did comes of that in, in the next episode or next two episodes. Something you, something I mean, you, I know I've watched it, but I'm yeah. trying not to spoil yeah. things like every episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. But then you've got the moment, obviously, you know, Ted being Ted. Yeah. Comes in and you know Rebecca's obviously a bit upset about what's happened. Oh yeah, that that mo- yeah, I wrote that down. That moment where she's just dressed and she goes outside to have a cry. Yeah, and then he genuinely, you know, he's a caring guy, so he goes out to check on her. Um, offers her to go a ride, go on one of those lo- lovers' rides, the, the little yeah, bicycle, yeah. bicycle with the carriage on the back. Yeah, and he, he rocks and goes ding ding, and then it, no thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> But even even that part with Nate and he's feeling all confident with his suit. Yep. And then he's like, "Oh, hey, to the bartender." Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then sips sips the drink like, "I know what I'm doing." And then it's the most disgusting drink, you know. Spits it back yeah, out. Exactly. Spits it back out, and then this guy goes, "Thank you," <laughs> and it wasn't even. <laughs> Uh, I, I Nate does grow on you, as I said. He's he's yeah. another one of my favourite characters, and, yeah. and and like we were talking the other day, Bill Lawrence has a way of giving everyone their moments yeah. throughout the seasons, um, moments of growth. Yeah, um, you know, and obviously this is another step with the Ted and Rebecca relationship, where um, she's she's realizing what she's done um, is not the best thing. That Ted is actually a good person. Yeah, he's good. For, he's good for for the team. As as he said, as um, you know, as he said last episode, he's there to help the players grow. Yeah, and to be prepared for a life outside of football. Yeah, and if they win a few games as well, then that's a bonus. Yeah, according to Ted, and I think she's sort of seeing that. Um, and you can tell she's used to men like Rupert who. Just want to make as much money, and they don't care who they trample on. Yeah, while they're doing it, and then it's Ted who really doesn't care about money. He doesn't care. He yeah. just wants to make sure everyone's okay. Yeah, and I think that's why, again, why you've, you know, you feel for him and you you're rooting for him to win. Yeah, you know, and you just want that want Richmond to get yeah. that win so you can just yeah jump up and get yes. And that they you they know? play it they play it so well. The effect that Ted's having on every single character. Yeah. It's just yep. subtle, like like, and and one of the biggest things in the whole series is Ted doesn't swear at all. No, not at all. And a like, lot of a lot, everyone else pretty much does. Yeah, so it's like that awesome culture cultural thing where everyone in England is just like off their mouths. Yeah. All the time, blah, 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 blah. And then apparently Bill Lawrence said that 
they wanted to go even harder with the language, but then it wouldn't have been out of the air or something like that. Like they go, oh, we cool. can't use that word. <laughs> um, but uh, like they do, they don't so they, they don't hold back. But I think, look, if it had gone a bit further, maybe it wouldn't be as yeah. as good. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not one to talk. I swear a fair bit, but I think that this is it's the right amount. Yeah. You know, it just, especially with Roy, like you feel yeah. like Roy says it every second word, but that's his yeah. character. Well, that's, He's a hard that's, I think that's most English football players, to be honest. Exactly. Look, I think they kind of modeled him after Vinnie Jones a little bit. Yeah. I get that feeling, the Vinnie Jones feeling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a hard man. And hard men are just like, you know, where I'm here to do a job, he's basically there to hurt people. Yeah. And that, that's, that's just his job. But yeah, it was another solid episode. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. As I said, like you're going to get sick of us saying it was a great episode. Yeah, because you're going to hear just, it they're all great episodes. Um, you know, um, and, yeah, it but, and it's very rare that you find a show nowadays where you can say every episode was great. Yeah, but um, you know that busker from the start of the show, start of the yes. episode. Well, guess guess what happens to him? He takes the spot of. Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams. And he's just like some hippie street busker. Yep. That um and then Rebecca's like, what? <laughs> Screw it. Um yeah. and then everybody loved it. So And that's all, you know, that's all you need. And yeah. I think it got, you know, yeah, exactly right. And again, so that's another example of Ted just going, hey, yeah. you know, and that guy's got an exposure and yeah. and that's right, you see him in the first when him and Nate are walking to the event yeah. and Ted's like, uh, you know, listening to it, standing there and waiting for Nate and gives him a bit of money. And yeah, yeah. turns out to be the star um, of the show. Yeah. So it definitely, as yeah, it's Bill Lawrence's writing is just. Yeah. Spot on. He started on friends, like just as a, not as, not as a yeah. head writer, not as a head writer, just as some yeah. lower writer. And then yeah. he moves on to spin city. Yep. And then, and then scrubs and look, everything he does is gold. There's, there's some, there's some show, great show he did called Surviving Jack. It was set in the nineties. Um, it had, uh, it had the Laura and Order guy. Or the yes, the, 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 oh, what's his name? Christopher Maloney. Yes. Yep. Yeah. He, he, he was the. Jack that everyone was surviving because it, it didn't go to full season. Did no, it? it did eight episodes and they were amazing. Every episode was amazing. Um, but again, you got to remember in the nineties, there was a lot of competition. Yeah, no, well, that wasn't that wasn't done in the nineties. It was set in the nineties. Oh, so it oh, been, set in the nineties. Okay, I think it would have been. I think you showed me an episode or two. Yeah, Chris, Chris, our mutual friend, Chris, absolutely loved it. And he gets a few episodes in. He goes, I can't watch anymore because it's going to end. I know. See yeah. that there. I hate shows like that. That's yeah. just you. You know that they like. I at the moment I'm watching a show which has 15 seasons. So I'm sweet. Yeah. I just started it last night, so I'm good. Yeah. I know I've got a lot of good. It's just finished, and I'm I'm one of those people who, um, you know what? Most of the time I wait till shows are finished. Yeah. Before I'll actually sit down and and watch them. Um, except for certain shows like Ted Lasso, I couldn't do it. Yeah. You know, I watched season one in a block because I was, you put me on to it a bit late. Uh, I watched all of season one, but now it's my go-to. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely love the show. Yeah. It's 
can't say enough good stuff about it, and it just keeps getting better. Yep. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up you there. Find it on, you'll find it on Apple TV. Yep, Apple TV. Um, Apple TV, we're not sponsored by Apple TV, so if you find it another way, go right ahead. But uh, it's on Apple TV. I think Apple TV is like $7.99 a month. A new episode comes out around about 4 o'clock every Friday afternoon in yeah. Australia. Um, so, yeah, just it's my go-to. I'm working from home at the moment, so as soon as 4 o'clock hits, it's on while I'm working. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Cool. And, um, yeah, as always, if you've got any stories, whether they're soccer stories or funny stories or what, whatever, there's there's no topic um, no. we won't go to. Um, yeah, so send them to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. And we and will see you next week for episode five. Halfway there. Is that what the episode's called or we're just no. halfway there? We're half, oh, okay. that's, that's halfway through the first season one. And we could be halfway there. Yeah. But no, it's, uh, I'm enjoying rewatching it, even though I only watched it about three months ago. I'm enjoying going back over it. Yep, me too.